Welcome to the Deep Dive Podcast. Yes, the real, actual Deep Dive Podcast, except no substitute, because there are some out there and they're bad. Uh, And this is the place where every episode we strive to find something, anything to watch on streaming media. My name's Tom Feeney. I'm the writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. And guess who's here back live in Studio D? Who? You! Me! That's I'm right. Here. You're alive. Hi. I'm alive. I can actually see you. I know. I can see you too. And I can see Wayne behind you. Yeah. Hello, Wayne. Hello. There you go. All right. This <laughs> is great. Mis- that's Mr. Mandalorian for those who don't know. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, and this is fantastic. Oh, it's so awesome. I think it's been what, uh, 13, 14 months? Something like that. It's been yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and and it feels good to kind of come back around our 99th episode. It's like we've hit like such a peak. You know, and we're finally coming back together. The studio feels real again. Yeah. I don't hear that weird echo. Echo, echo, echo. <laughs> I've, we've escaped our, like, gas chamber, you know? We're yeah. no longer living in our bubble up in Way, New Hampshire. I kind of, I did kind of like my bubble. I my mean, bubble was good. Fair enough. Everyone but, loves their bubble. I love my bubble, too, but I also didn't, you know, shower as much in my bubble. And, mm, you know, mm. I kind of ate weird things. I think we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah, but now the bubble has expanded. (laughs) And I'm fully vaccinated. Yes, me too. I've had my distemper. Uh, Yeah, it's great, really. (laughs) Oh, man. COVID, Uh, COVID, COVID. I I hope that everyone has a chance to get their vaccinations. And if you haven't, please go ahead. There's plenty available. Yeah, and and I'm talking to you listeners in Arkansas and (laughs) uh, Tennessee. Don't they have like those Um, million dollar prizes going on around there? Or is that Ohio? Yeah, I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly where that was, but that's yeah. strange. I mean, it you have to so bribe bizarre. people to get vaccinated. It's bizarre. You know, it's just like, come on, f- fix your education system, really. Exactly. Like, where was that money like two years ago when they need to fix potholes or, you know, put internet in schools? Yes. Infrastructure. Uh, you know, you know, whatever. And that's <laughs> our topic for today. Infrastructure. No, I'm Definitely not, not. going to do that. But fully vaccinated, I got to tell you, the second shot threw me. I, you know, everyone was kind of having different results around me. I think Mr. Mandalorian didn't get it super bad. But, like, I was 36 hours in and I was in pain, sweating, fever, chills, Mm. all of that. And I thought to myself, is this really that worth it, right? And then I thought, yes, it is because – you know, that's this podcast, which is the only thing really keeping me going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get to actually go back to the studio and feel like we're doing something again. Yeah, exactly. Now, I had the, the uh, J&J one and done vaccine. Lucky. Uh, well, the that night, though, was rough. Yeah. I, w- I was... I was literally shaking. Yeah. I had, my yeah. teeth were chattering. I had the chills so bad. My hair hurt. Oh, my goodness. But, <laughs> hey, you know what? I got the antibodies. And uh, let's hope. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting, though, because uh, I've been uh, reading some things about how because of COVID, we did not have a flu season this year. Is that true? It is true. We did not have a flu season because everybody, uh, most people wearing masks and sanitizing and all that. There was no flu season this year. And people are still fighting masks? I know, right? What? And uh, what's interesting is apparently uh, uh, researchers are saying that it's possible that some flu strains might have actually died out <gasps> because nobody got them. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that is interesting to me. It's like, wait a minute, maybe masks aren't a bad thing so overall. So this thing that, that developed over millennia was killed out in a year, like potentially killed out in a year, specific uh, strains. Yeah, certain strains they they think are gone. Wow. Have become extinct because of what everybody Thanks, did. Like yeah, I know, right? Food? No, not really. Uh, but hey, maybe when flu season comes around again, maybe people will be actually prepared. <laughs> wear masks, you know, yep. because they want to, not because they have to. I mean, I, ideally, I think I'm going to keep wearing my mask until I feel really comfortable. I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. So is my husband. Most of my family is. But the, the places that we're going to visit still require masks, hmm. right? So yeah. I'll, I've just prepared myself to carry one around with me just to be safe. Yeah, um, I'm going to do the same until uh, I get my plastic surgery. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. But, so. yeah, I, I mean, I got to say, I'm I'm lucky and I'm very grateful to have the vaccination. We're back together. Things are fun. We've got a fun, fun episode oh, for you. Oh, we do. It's number 99. How crazy is that? That is crazy. 99 episodes. 99. And we just surpassed 10,000 downloads. We did. We did. 10,000. That, uh, you know, I know that for some podcasts it's not – a big deal because mm-hmm. they get, you know, millions, millions, you know, you get those Rogan <laughs> numbers, which, uh, you know, is, is way, way out of our league, but they Rogaine them, get it? Rogan and then gain and then Rogaine. <laughs> you missed this. Admit it. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Uh, All right. Our next episode will be yeah. <laughs> We're taking applications for a new co-host. Oh no, this is, yeah. But it means a lot to us. I mean, yeah. being that we're a small time operation here, and we have been since the beginning, which was what almost three years ago now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we we don't hire editors, and that all that magic is Feeny. That is Tom right behind the computer. That's all Tom. It's my fault. It is your fault. No, <laughs> you're the reason why we keep going. Um, but honestly. It's so important that we thank every single listener. Oh, yeah. Every every person who's downloaded even one of our episodes, Absolutely. it means the world to us. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah. And, you know, and sure, it, it's something that we do because we enjoy it. Yeah. But we also really, really hope that you do, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do absolutely everything, bribery, extortion, <laughs> uh, bad manners, anything we can do to help you, the listener, mm-hmm. to enjoy this show. And keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. That would be important too. <laughs> Subscribe, listen, do whatever you like, have it on in the background. I understand that pets enjoy the show very much. That's true. I have not heard from my cat because my cat doesn't speak, but I do get that feeling because I'm a cat person. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Exactly. My exactly. cat doesn't growl as much. Hmm. So I feel like that means something. Yeah, there we go. But you know what? Stay tuned to the end of the show because I'll let you know then where you can find a catalog of all of our episodes, contacts, all that fun stuff. So you you know what? You'll be prepared by the end of this show. Catalog, is that what you said? Catalog. <laughs> yes, that's right. So we're gonna we're gonna also talk about our uh, uh, new uh, uh, deep dive catnip <laughs> sachet. Uh, you know, cats just love it. They you do. know, I'm really considering getting a catnip plant. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because that way I can I don't have to keep buying expensive packages and I you know I'd rather like the or, organic aspect of mm. it. You know it's funny because my my cat pumpkin seems to be immune <laughs> to catnip. It or is doesn't, he just grumpy? No, I think it. I think he's kind of immune to it because of all the uh, years of uh, rampant cocaine use. Oh well, that'll do it. Mm. Surprised he still has a nose left. It's not much. <laughs> it's not much of one. Yeah, his whiskers were not white usually but before now. <laughs> This is sad. 
But he's okay now. He's in rehab. He's okay. Oh, yeah. Cat rehab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's just get to the meat and potatoes, shall let's we? It's, dive into it, as it were. Oh, yes. Oh. It is just about summer. Yes, June yes. 30th is the official first day of summer, mm-hmm. but it already feels like summer because it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside today as we record this. I mean, walking up to your steps, I got a sunburn. It's bad. It's bad, especially for those of us and, you know, all of us who are incredibly pale. We are now after like two years inside the house. Yeah, yeah. I was pale before. <laughs> well, you're Irish. I'm so as Irish as yeah, it gets. Yeah, makes sense. I just found out that my great-great-grandfather uh, came to America in, I think, in the uh, like 1880s. Oh, wow. From County Tyrone or something like that. Thank you, Ancestry.com. Sponsor us. Nice. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. But, we should do an episode about that, about Ancestry. Yes. Because that would be that's really a, that's cool. A, that's, a cool that's, that's pretty cool. By the way, just a, a, an important safety tip for you out there. Um, if you're going to go to Ancestry.com, don't accidentally type Ancestry.com. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> do not go there. It's a bad time. It's just I mean, a bad time. For the majority of us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For the majority of us. Hopefully our listeners. But yeah. But if you're into that kind of thing, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't judge um, to your face. Uh, yeah. But On that note. It's summer. It's right? summer. It's hey. hot. It's sweaty. And it's, it's, you know what? It's a particularly New Englandy type of summer, I the, think. This kind year. of. Yeah. It's humid it's today. There. It's humid. It's it hot. Is very There's humid. not much of a breeze. Yeah, yeah, I know. But hey, on the good side, you know, things are opening up, yes. including movie theaters. Yes. So if you want to go back to the movies and that nice air conditioned comfort and people crinkling loud cellophane bags and talking on their cell phones. And anyway, mm. theaters are open again. Don't you just miss that ambiance of mm. Nokia cell phone rings and, you know, I just know. I smelling don't. weird popcorn. Nope. I got to be honest, like when HBO started streaming regular theater movies, like, you know, brand new, I was like, this is should have been this way the, the yeah, whole time. I was all about it. This I, I watched Mortal future. Kombat on HBO Max. That's fine. Yeah. We won't talk about Wonder Woman, mm, but you know, yeah. but uh, th- that's honestly, I'm probably not going to be super heavy into movies right now. I think I'll wait till maybe later on in the year because I don't know, like the, the scope of social distancing and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think yeah. probably for me, the first... The first one might be Black Widow that I go to see in the back in the theater, yeah, which yeah. is next month. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. I, I I don't know. I'm not super into her character, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So what have you got for us today? Oh, well, I figured, you know, this needs to be the summer episode, right? So we took a vacation, so we're back after about a month. It's really hot outside, and we like to give summer I guess the word would be bangers, right? Those great summer flicks. Oh, yeah. But I decided that our listeners, uh, quite a few of the new ones, need an introductory introductory lesson to summer. Ah. And in particular, a northeastern slash New England type summer, <laughs> right? So I think I'll start off with my first choice. And if you can't guess it, well, that's okay, because I'm here to tell you about it. It is, of course, 1975's brilliant Jaws, but I'm speaking about the 4K version, which just came out uh, a little late last year. Really? 4K. 4K, that's four times the sharks. (laughs) Bruce in 4K, I gotta tell you. Oh, Bruce is the name of the shark, by the way, the dad shark, not the mom shark. No, yeah, Bruce would be the dad shark. (laughs) Although, you know, as far as I know, he self-identifies as shark. As shark. 
I respect that, and I respect that. Mm -hmm. I will will aim to always use proper uh, animalia. Yeah. He's fin-gendered, which I think is important. (laughs) So good. Anyways, okay, so this classic, right? And I do say it is classic. Not only is it set in Amity Island, which is really based on like a New England-type town, and it was actually filmed in Martha's Vineyard, which is probably about two or three hours along the coastline from here. Uh, Funny story, a little tangent here. I read once that that movie, that location was chosen by Steven Spielberg because he wanted a lower-middle-class feeling. Now, this is also the 1970s. Yeah. If you go to Martha's Vineyard now, (laughs) (laughs) it is not lower military. Like, you can't afford to live there unless you make eight figures. Right. Or you've been there forever. Or or exactly. You've inherited a a, a house or something, which, by the way, my friend Joe did. I think his house is on, like, Katama Island or something, and it's, like, massive. Yeah. Um, But anyways, this lovely film stars Roar Scheider, Richard Dreyfuss, Robert Shaw, you know, okay, massive shark terrorizes beach coast of Amity Island, shot primarily on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Chief Brody, he's a attuned, right? Suspicious, naturally suspicious cop slash wannabe detective almost. Uh, and he doesn't believe that these accidental drownings are accidental, mm. right? Dun, dun, dun. But, but the people say, no, no, no. We do not want you to hurt our tourism because money. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to let you publicize do anything like that. In comes a cranky old fisherman who is entrenched in like this seafaring gossip and conspiracy theory. You know, we know those tropes where they actually end up being right. Yeah. <laughs> where, like the, the stories that he told you about like this giant monster actually lives. Uh, and then, you know, enter Richard Dreyfus, who is just this arrogant kind of Marine biologist, kind of cocky, kind of like, I know everything, which by the way, I feel like that's probably an accurate representation of the scientist like realm. Maybe. I mean, it's kind of nerdy, but, you know. I feel like if you're a marine biologist, you're automatically cooler than, like, a stem cell scientist. Well, maybe. You know, because you get to work with whales and stuff and, like, dolphins, and they're smart. Or stems, if you're a stem. I mean, that's how that works, right? Yeah. Plant stems. Plant stems, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) But listen, so you, if you haven't, and I don't know how you haven't, but if you haven't seen Jaws, this is a perfect time because not only will it give you that... Well, that fear of open water again that you had as a child, but it will introduce you to that perfect New England summer feel, you know, along the boardwalk where you've got ice cream shops and beach pizza shops and there's just open beach everywhere. And there's not a lot of, you know, a lot of chaos, right? It's not the Las Vegas Strip. Mm. It's quintessential. And I also think that if the ratings don't tell you, then, you know, there has to be something else you, you need to listen to. And in fact, I think that would just be us. Like, I think you should judge it by what we're telling you because we're pretty smart is the word I might use. Yes, we are smart. <laughs> listen, IMDb gives an 8 out of 10. Metacritic gives it an 87. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it a whopping 98%. Oh, definitely. 98%. 98%. And it lives up to this day. I will say it's also one of the only movies where... I expected and thoroughly enjoyed silly sequels. <laughs> like there are some very silly sequels. Jaws, to Jaws. 3D. Jaws 3D. Jaws the Jaws Revenge, <laughs> where the shark beats their plane to the Bahamas. It, it gets there ahead of them. Yeah, explain that. And it roars. It roars at the end. <laughs> Do sharks, sharks don't have, have vocal glands? No, no, they don't. <laughs> Skills. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just because it could be biased, right? Because I love the original so much. But yeah, the sequels are really silly, but you have to watch them because it's part of the, the experience. Then you say you've watched them. 
luckily, this is also around the time where it becomes available everywhere, mm-hmm. right? So right, right now, um, it is mostly uh, like sort of rental, right? Apple TV, Amazon, Google, you can get it for like four bucks, which is the staple right now. But if you're going to buy it, Amazon's the way to go. They're the cheapest by far. Mm. It's $9.99. And I say buy it. Because you're going to want to watch it all the time. But, and then, you know, to be fair, wait a couple of weeks. Because I think that once, you know, summer gets going, things like Netflix and probably Hulu and definitely things like Tubi and um, apps that show sort of older classic movies, sometimes with ads, will have it pop up. That's typically just how it goes. Yeah. So you know? do yourself a favor, okay? If you got a backyard, <laughs> all right, get yourself a projector, get yourself oh, a screen, yes. get yourself an inflatable pool, mm-hmm. and just watch it and enjoy it. Watch it in the water; it will freak in you the out. water. Yes, yeah. In fact, that that was there was that was the inspiration for uh, what they call certain dive-in theaters. Yes, which they it's basically a pool, like a wave pool, <laughs> and you watch the movie. You don't drive into it; you dive into it. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. I love that. That would be really um, cool. And Jaws was the. First summer blockbuster. Oh, yes. The first. And it set the template for all the ones that followed it. Because uh, before that, the theaters were like, nobody's going to go to the movies in the summer. They're on the beach. They're on vacation. They're traveling. No. No, People wanted to go see really good movies because air conditioning, for one thing. And you get to have that experience and all that. And, by the way, uh, if you are interested in more information about this, I actually did a microcast about summer movie blockbusters, mm-hmm. and you can find it on our website at thedeepdivepodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com, where you'll find a catalog of all of our episodes plus our microcasts. Our microcasts, little tangent here, are really great because they're like little intro episodes to our longer episodes, and Tom does a great job of sort of dissecting and giving you the, the most information, most prominent information about a topic. But that summer blockbuster one was so good. That was fun. That was a it fun was one. It was really fun. Yeah, so give it a try. And uh, they're very easily digestible, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even if you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's Believe okay. me, folks, I am on that journey myself, so I understand your pain. Ah, uh, yes. But I, I will tell you also a fun fact about this movie that I don't think we've talked about before is that Martha's Vineyard is quite uh, low. Uh, or I should say uh, above sea level, right? So like it, it, at its lowest point, I think they said it was like 35 feet or something like that. And they needed that amount of space for Bruce to kind of mechanically operate well enough. And Steven mm. Spielberg was like, this has to be the most prominent thing that we have ever done. Like Bruce has to be really believable. And what's interesting is that I think the concept, I don't know if it's proven, but I'm sure the concept comes from like, you know, that shark attack that happened in Jersey in like 19... 19- mm. 15 or 16 or something like that um where like people were not aware that sharks were like really hungry beasts <laughs> that like human mm-hmm. actually let me take that back because i don't want to stereotype i think they've proven that sharks really don't like human <laughs> like they they like food and stuff but we just happen to look like porpoises yeah so it's yeah. kind of our own fault yeah so the sharks don't do it on porpoise. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead and take a look. Uh, you know what? Spend an hour. What is it? Like It's like a two-hour movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spend that time. Get some popcorn. Just watch it through. And then watch it again. Then realize just how awesome it is and how it still stands up That's 45, right. 46 years later. Unlike that mechanical shark, which really never worked right. <laughs> I mean, you and can go see Bruce if you want. Yeah. It, <laughs> Not in there, good shape, though. No, but there, it, there was a second... Bruce that they had and who bought it was it Guillermo del Toro 
Uh, it was somebody bought it for the collection and now mm. houses it. That's cool. But there is one that you can see on Martha's Vineyard. In fact, I think last year or sometime recently, they did this whole like Jaws Fest. Oh, I've been to Jaws Fest. Yeah. Okay. It so was like uh, it was pre-COVID. So about, it was ten, like, about like 10 years ago, I went to Jaws Fest. Right. Yeah. And it's like they have it. was it. great. Oh, yeah. I, I don't necessarily like the idea of like, you know, hunting sharks or whatnot. But if you love that movie, which I think everybody should, that's the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jaws. So take it out. Take Quintessential. Take a look. Quintessential. Quintessential. Introductory summer flick. Exactly. Yep. It's perfect. Thank you. It's a perfect movie. Cool. Mm. I've got another one. Please go yeah. right ahead. So my second one is not so well known. i got to tell you. And this oh. was a hard one to find. Okay. Because I've seen it before and I saw it, uh, I think it was on VHS long, long time ago. But it's from 1991 and it stars a very young Patrick Dempsey, Kelly Preston. It's called Run. From Hollywood Pictures, he's been framed. He's being hunted. He's got nowhere to turn. That's him. They didn't see me. It's the guy in the news. They didn't see me. The kid? They saw me. There's only one thing. Everyone is in on this. Charlie Farrell can do. To stay alive, he has to run. Rated R. Starts Friday, February 1st at a theater near you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this movie. I know this movie. So, quick breakdown here. Patrick Dempsey is a law student, and he's studying in Boston, right? Because, you know, everyone goes to Harvard if they're studying law. Mm, McDreamy. <laughs> Very young McDreamy, too. Um, and he's also a part-time mechanic. Now, this is kind of inconsequential, but when it really comes into, into play here is that his boss is like, hey, I need you to take this, this car down to a client. They're actually in Atlantic City. Now, Atlantic City is the Las Vegas of the East, I yeah. guess you could say. <laughs> it's a dump. I'm sorry. Las it used Atlantic to be. Atlantic City is a dump. Yeah. I mean, I have, I'm sure that my my parents had fond memories of that much before, long before I was born. But yeah, nowadays, not so much. But anyways, uh, in the early 90s, Patrick Dempsey, Charlie, has to drive it down to New York, uh, excuse me, Atlantic City. And he breaks down. Right. And it's like a, a Porsche or I don't know, some some little mini sports car. And even though he is a mechanic, he can't fix it for some reason. That plot hole, but whatever. So he has to wait for some, you know, side of the road guy mechanic to come by. And then all of a sudden, you know, someone drives by and they mistake him for like some other person. Like it's a mistake identity. He's like, oh, that must be so and so. I hear he has a lot of money. He, you know, and he's in Atlantic City, so he must be here to gamble or whatever. What ensues is not only a case of mistaken identity, but it's a really fast pace, like, oh, my God, I'm involved in the mob. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, there's this person, and he thinks that I'm another high roller, and oh, my goodness, this person is dead, and this person dies. And now it becomes, I'm on the run between the, you know, from the crooks of the casino and the crooked cops who protect them. And you kind of don't know, like, who's on your side. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Enter Kelly Preston, who, like, always happens to be there at the right time and gets to prove his innocent, innocence for some reason. By the way, RIP, I know she died a few yeah. years ago. Very sad. Very young. Um, and it, it, it's fun. It's not, like, a super, like, great uh, quality movie. Like, the, like the, the commentary and stuff is not that great, but it's action Mm. action-packed and i like seeing people kind of like fly through like atlantic city and stuff um it doesn't have necessarily the best scores right so we're looking at a 6.2 on imdb uh metacritic gave it a zero percent what it did but it does have a 60 percent audience score so okay. I, I mean it's yeah. kind of like you know kind of around the same um and to kind of tell you how a little obscure it is you really can't find it anywhere online right now except for youtube 
Oh, someone really? Has, really? And that's where I found it. Yeah. So somewhere, someone has graciously uploaded the entire one hour and 13 minute film. Um, but you can't find it on a streaming service anywhere. Strange. Isn't it weird? You can buy it on eBay. I found a VHS copy for like 30 bucks. I also found um, a straight to DVD version that they published about six years, seven years later. Uh, cheaper, but probably the same quality. Uh, but yeah, check it out on YouTube. It's called Run from 1991. Stars Patrick Dempsey and Kelly Preston. It's definitely worth checking out if you want uh, to be immersed in that summer New England Atlantic City style feel of like, you know, <laughs> people on the beach kind of smoking cigarettes and being kind of like weird. <laughs> and then also like sort of gambling on like our own strip type type of thing, Broadway thing. But yeah, I think it's worth a try. And I also think that it's an introductory movie because we're, we've got people like Patrick Dempsey and Kelly Preston who would later on become like really, really mm-hmm. famous. Yep. And I think they might have ignored this movie because <laughs> they weren't super proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, you know, there's no reason to like, you know, slight it because no, it was a bad. it was a good tight yeah. little movie. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it. I actually quite enjoyed it. In yeah. fact, it's so fast paced that I didn't realize that it was almost over by the time it. I mean, you know, this one guy dies, and then you know he's on the run, and some other guy thinks he's die he's dying, and then they come face to face, and then someone gets like impaled with like a like a a thing that you use to race horses with. I, I don't know. You know, those little fake bunnies that they put on a string and then they have greyhounds chase after it. Yes. Well, that mechanical thing is, is, is used in a way that someone just ends someone's life. That it's very, it's just, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. I, I, I remember that vividly. Yeah. It was very, I thought it was <laughs> clever. It's clever. It's one of the only movies I've seen that actually use something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, gross, but worth watching. I think so, too. It's a fun little movie. It's mm-hmm. not going to take a lot of time out of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, you know, if you find it on YouTube, just, you know, kick back if you got a little time to kill. Mm-hmm. It's actually a very fun little diversion. Yeah. It's not going to change your life, <laughs> but it's, it's you know, not all movies have to change your life. Right. They, some, some of them can just be fun. Can just be a, a an hour or two waste of your time. Yeah. And that's okay. Exactly. If, whatever gets you through. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Whatever gets you through. But those are my picks. Nice. Uh, I've got a couple of oral mentions, of course, things like the parent trap oh, based yeah. around like sort of New england camp, summer camps, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I know what you did last summer, Silent Night, that kind of thing. But that would be a terrible movie to release this year. I know what you did last summer. Nothing. <laughs> You did nothing because you were stuck inside. Yeah. You literally did nothing. I know what you didn't do last summer because you were (laughs) wearing a mask and staying indoors. (laughs) Yeah. I wore t-shirts every single day with pajamas every Mm. single day. There you go. (laughs) That's a fun thing. Yeah. Fun movie. But yeah, right. that's my picks. Those nice. Are my picks. I like it. I like it. The half of the show, or my half of the show, is sort of like old classic movies. Right, right. You're going to talk about things that are like coming up. Yes, because there's some really exciting stuff. Yes, coming is. out this summer, and I'm I'm very excited. So uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a big summer for for movies because you know, as, as we said, theaters are open once again. Yes, and movies that have been delayed, some for over a year. Are finally being released, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know there's more streaming content coming out there. It's there's more and more all the time, so it's going to be uh, there's like uh, so much content. Yes. So they're I think sort of flooding. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's our responsibility, uh, you know, as as decent human beings, to kind of sift through some of this. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, I know, right? We should get paid for this service. 
You don't? Okay. Never mind. <laughs> so uh, my first sort of thing that I'm excited about is uh, actually the first episode will have already uh, been posted uh, when this episode is out, and that is Loki. Oh yes. yes, exactly. You can't see this, but I am like, oh, I'm very so excited. It has three of my favorite things: time Tom travel. Hiddleston. No, oh, okay, Never mind. time travel. Yep. Animated mascots. Yep. And Owen Wilson. Well, really, I thought. Okay, he's the one thing that I'm kind of worried about. I don't know. I like him. He's kind of he's kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, but Tom Hiddleston, of course. Yeah. Uh, and what I kind of am intrigued about is this is a Loki that never went through Infinity War. I know. So he's still the bad Loki. Exactly. He's not like he's sort of kind of maybe funnier. Like he's the god of mischief, people. Yeah. He's not the person that you kind of like want to love and forgive. Right. This is not him. This yeah. is a different Loki. Right. Because what he steals the uh, the cube. And that's right before they capture like the bad, mm-hmm. the bad um, Captain America. Yeah. 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 So it's like, okay, so we have still bad Loki mm-hmm. being pulled, I believe, out of time. Yep. Because they need his help with something. We don't know what it is. Right. But they need his help, which is the the TVA or the uh, uh, Time Variance Authority. Yeah. Which is yep. this sort of mysterious organization that helps maintain the timeline. That is not part of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is not part of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> or S.W.O.R.D. Or I don't even know if these people are really human or not. <laughs> exactly. We don't know. Any, we, we don't, don't know, know much of anything. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, if, if, if the movies are any indication, they are not doing a great job because the timeline has been screwed up. Quite often in the Marvel movies. I think we need something to kind of put it all together. Exactly. And I, I think hope that's that Loki, probably yeah. what, what this is going to be like. Because essentially Loki is out of time himself because right. he's not supposed to be alive. Right. So he's you know got an interesting perspective on this. He's also a god too. And so he experiences yeah. time differently than anyone anyways. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm really interested – we, we don't know too much about the plot, really. Right. We don't know who the, the villain is, right. which is kind of interesting, because usually that stuff is leaked. Right. Or it would be Loki. But yeah. in this case, it's probably not. It's probably not. So who yeah. knows who it's going to be and where it leads into other, you know, uh, other Marvel movies in right. the future. Yeah. So I'm very excited I'm about so that. I'm so excited about and that. And that is on Disney+. Plus. Thank um, you, Disney. New episodes every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but there's some other things as well that are coming out. Uh, I know that uh, also uh, the day that this episode is posted, there's going to be something very interesting. Um, there is a movie that is going to premiere on the Shudder streaming service, which is the horror-themed subscription service, yep. which we don't talk enough about. Uh, but there's some really great content on there. Uh, and so on Wednesday uh, – actually on Friday, June 9th, I believe – uh no that's a Wednesday it is a Wednesday uh it's there is a movie being released on Shutter called the Amusement Park oh now this is not a new movie this is in fact uh, an old movie <laughs> uh, if you are a horror fan you will know the name of the director of this movie the director is George Romero mm. who of course directed Night of the Living Dead yes. Dawn of the Dead Day of the Dead yep all the zombie um, flicks Bar Mitzvah of the Dead I think. <laughs> There were a few. <laughs> Christmas Day, Death. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them. Now, this movie was, I believe, shot after Night of the Living Dead, but before Dawn of the Dead. Right, but he's dead. He yeah, is also so, dead. Yeah, so it can't be new. He's director of the dead. <laughs> uh, and 
So this is kind of an experimental film that he did uh, back, I believe it was in the 70s. But here's the interesting thing about it. People are calling this, th- this movie was lost for decades. Yeah. And it has been found, it has been restored, 4K digital restoration Ooh. by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I'm already sold. And so this movie is kind of a, it's, it's said to be one of his like most uh, uh, disturbing kind of films, but it's, it's this um, basically about an elderly man that is like wandering through a amusement park and he's kind of in the throes of dementia and all the things that he sees there all become very like menacing Ooh, and terrifying. disturbing to him. And he's just wandering through this nightmare in his mind that is being that is being totally like manipulated by an amusement park, but he has no control over his thoughts and things like that. So he's just wandering through this amusement park, freaking out. That's terrifying. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of that's interesting for a movie that's that of that vintage to to tackle that kind of subject matter. So uh yeah, if you are a subscriber to Shudder, um The Amusement Park by George Romero should be a very very interesting watch. I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, so that's something to uh to keep in mind. Could you call him like the originator of the zombie films? I would say the modern zombie films, yes. Yeah. There were yeah. zombie films, but most of the zombie films before this were kind of like that kind of voodoo Louisiana right, bayou right. type zombie thing yeah. where it's like a curse or something like yeah. that, bringing people back from the dead. But Romero was the first one to do like, oh, this is some sort of like accident or some sort of meteor Virus or, or something, yeah. yeah, radiation or something yep. like that causing yep. these zombies. Yeah. And that was the template that sort of, you know, been ever since. Yeah. Until Zack Snyder ruined it with Army of the Dead. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Zack. I mean, did you watch the Zack Snyder uh, League movie? Justice League? Yeah. yeah. Um, All four hours of it? I, I slogged through it, yeah. I gotta say, I didn't understand it when Mr. Mandalorian was telling me about, like, how the villain kind of changed. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm confused. Yeah, it was... Uh, the, the new one was uh, Dark Side, and the original Which is villain cool. was... I forget his name... Seth. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Thank you, Wayne. Steppenwolf. Yeah, the, yes. the band or something. The band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but interestingly, I was like, you know what? I don't think I can sit through a four-hour version, but I have heard people do enjoy it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but I was just yeah, like, was this like, is really yeah. long. Although, you know what they did do? The one part I did see is they got rid of that really weird jump that Aquaman does. Remember when he jumps oh, backwards? Yeah. And he... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just laughing because it's so stupid. And I'm glad that he got rid of it. Yeah. Anyways, please continue. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. Ah. So, uh, also, if you are a uh, a fan of movie musicals, Ooh. June 11th is In the Heights. Mm. That is, uh, it is going to be released theatrically and on HBO Max at the same time. And that is uh, Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, I love him. And this was his uh, sort of a musical love letter to New York's Dominican neighborhood of Washington Heights. And uh, I've seen the show, um, and it's great. It's a wonderful musical. Yep. Uh, In fact, my my daughter Katie actually was in a production of that in New York City off Broadway. Uh, So, yeah, it's one of her favorites, too. It's a great, great musical. So if you're you're into that kind of thing, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, it will be very enjoyable. The music is fantastic. And I'm the sure. movie looks, from what I've seen, looks great. Yeah. And it celebrates New York. Right. Uh, pre-pandemic. 
So yeah. uh, In the Heights, June 11th. Check that out, HBO Max and in theaters. Mm-hmm. And also, we've got uh, Pixar's latest, Ooh. Luca. Yes. Yeah. What is it? Is he a fish? Is he like a sea horse? Kind of both. Or is he like a like sea that. monkey? Yeah, I'm not yeah. exactly sure. Some yeah. kind of uh, aquatic creature. Yes. But it's it's very it's interesting because it's an it's a different setting for a Pixar movie. It's on the Italian Riviera. And there's these two best friends and they they discovered that there's this magical underwater world with sea monsters and things like that. And you know, since it's Pixar, probably look for characters with daddy issues. because uh, <laughs> that seems to be a recurring theme. Uh, uh. but what 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 I find kind of strange though is that Luca, it's a Pixar movie. It's a you know, it's not like a Walt Disney picture. It's a Pixar movie. Right. It's only streaming on Disney Plus. It is not going to be released into theaters, which seems like maybe they don't have the confidence in this one they usually do. I don't know. I don't know, but I gotta say, Disney is definitely delivering on a lot of stuff that they promised us late they last are. year. They they really are, they really are. But you know, it's like I, I, I just wonder why this one, this particular Pixar movie, is only going to be on Disney Plus. I wonder if they it's because of the setting. I wonder if they think it won't be familiar enough to American audiences. Maybe. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So we'll have to see if uh, what the response is to it, see if it's any good, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if it does well for Disney Plus, you know. Um, so a couple more. Uh, this is one this one I'm very excited about. Uh, and not I have only seen like I think they've only had one trailer out for it. And it's called America the Motion Picture. <laughs> and it's on Netflix. Uh, do you remember Team America World Police? Yes. From the America. South Park. Yeah. yeah. Blank, so yeah. This uh, this movie seems like it's going to outdo it. Oh really? Uh, it's animated. <laughs> uh, it's like two D two D animation, uh, and it it's basically you've got George Washington, who uh, sports a couple of chainsaws for some reason. <laughs> it's a wooden teeth. Yeah. Sam Adams. Oh. Thomas Edison. Uh huh. Paul Revere, Abe Lincoln, and Geronimo uh, <laughs> all team up to somehow fight the British. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Andrew Mon- Geronimo? Yeah, 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 don't try to make sense. Thomas Edison okay. also, because he's not in that, he was not there. He wasn't even alive. No, okay. no. So yeah, this is not historically accurate, even though all the all the promotional material is saying the untold story, uh, <laughs> the real untold story of the revolution. Um, yeah, no, it's not going to be. I mean, as um, if the states would actually partnership with uh, right. indigenous people. Just exactly, putting that out there. Exactly. Uh, this is not for the kids. Not for the kids. This one is <laughs> looks pretty raunchy and bloody and profane. Okay. Which I cannot wait to see. Okay. It has a great voice voice cast. It's got Channing Tatum, Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. uh, Andy Samberg. So that is going to be. I think it's going to be pretty hilarious. It looks. Yes. It looks very cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this. Um, we've got, as we mentioned earlier, Black Widow. Yes. Is coming into theaters. Uh, on July 9th. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to be on Disney Plus for an extra <clears throat> 30 bucks if you want to watch it early. Yeah, you know, I'm not falling into that trap. Nope. I waited for Mulan. I waited for Raya. Oh, and yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not disappointed. Oh, by the way, Raya was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah, bad. It was, but. Uh, I'm not, not going to pay 30 bucks for it. No way. I'd rather go to, I've seen the movies, you know, for less than that. I mean, that's that'll get you your ticket at least. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, also, uh, in July, uh, The Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime Video, which is mm. uh, Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. uh, is a man drafted into a future war. Yes. So uh, it's a war that we lose 30 years from now, but they're bringing people from the past into the future to fight. Yeah. So it's that looks pretty concept. interesting. Yeah. Now, something that most people may not be aware of. 
And this is, they, by the way, they announced, and it ties into it, they announced uh, the next season of What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, I was just going to say that. In September. Yes. But. God, I love that TV show. Yeah, but if you've seen the movie version. Yes, Taika Waititi. Yes, there is, we are getting a spinoff. What? Uh, We're getting a spinoff. Now, in the movie version of What We Do in the Shadows, there were these two cops. Uh-huh. Uh, these two New Zealand police officers. <laughs> now they have their own show. Oh, my God. And it is called Wellington Paranormal. Nice. And it will be on the CW and HBO Max at the same time. So you've got these two officers, and they basically find themselves confronted with all kinds of hilarious supernatural phenomena. Oh, I love it. So it's in New Zealand. It's in Wellington, New Zealand. But these cops find themselves... Facing like demon possessed people, and, and it's the same people, same actors. Oh yeah, same oh, actors, yes. and it's also uh, Taika Waititi and that all them. That woman was hilarious. So that's July 11 that starts, uh, <laughs> and so if you love what we do in the shadows, check out oh. Wellington Paranormal. <laughs> I love that part where she's like, "Guys, guys, you gotta have fire detectors in here or smoke detectors." It is. <laughs> yes, oh, indeed. Man. Yes, indeed. All right, oh. and finally. So a couple, a couple that uh, you know uh, could go either way. So July sixth, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, okay. Yep. HBO Max in theaters at the same time. Now, uh, if you if you're a, a '90s fanatic, yep. Okay, this is this might be for you. It's got LeBron James. Once it, you know, you get them teaming up with the Looney Tunes characters to beat the evil goon squad. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will admit, I was one of the few people who did not enjoy the original Space Jam. I'm not that excited about it. I will probably miss it entirely. Did you hear all that? Unless my daughter makes me watch it. That's people dying. I know. Crying and dying. I know. I know. I just, it just didn't hit me. The movie just didn't hit me in the right way. And I was just like, okay. I I was unimpressed, let's just say. And this is somebody, and and, and in my own defense, I grew up watching the original Looney Tunes cartoons. I mean, okay. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which does the whole blending the animation thing so much better. That was good. That was a good movie, yeah. So Space Jam, I was not that, the original Space Jam, I wasn't impressed. Okay, so there you go. Now, finally, finally, this could go either way. Yep. Now, I like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I love him. And I'm a big fan of Disney World. Yeah. But... Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I love July Emily Blunt. 30th. Yeah, Emily yeah, Blunt. Yeah, yeah. Jungle Cruise. Turning, I mean, turning a theme park attraction right. into a movie right. is difficult, to say the least. Well, they do it with Pirates of the Caribbean, at least the first movie. Yeah, so that's okay. I right. like I like the first the first Pirates of the Caribbean. And the second one was pretty good, too. Yeah. But Jungle Cruise, yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out. Well, um, let's hope it's not a Jumanji ripoff. Exactly. I don't, yeah. you know, uh, it could go either way. Yeah. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll suck. Uh, but once again, this is one of those that will be released in theaters and on Disney Plus Premium yep. for God knows how much you're going to have to pay extra for it. <laughs> so, but hey, you know what? At least you know whatever you pay premium, it'll be less than a park ticket to Disney World. I mean, which is insane. I honestly am not going to be visiting, uh, you know, that side of the world until we've got COVID under, but I can't wait. To go to the new Jurassic World ride. Ah, uh, yes. The Velocicoaster looks yes. very cool. Also, speaking of Chris Pratt, 
We've got updates. I don't know if anybody out there loves dinosaurs or whatnot or the film franchise. Why do you? I mean, I I mean, I'm kind of a casual yeah. fan. Uh, in any case, um, <laughs> we get updates very uh, regularly. I would say from the director Colin Trevorrow, but he just released new pictures from the set, and they're gonna have a boat. It, it, it's just it's mind blowing. But that movie is so close to being in post production. Like mm. we are we are waiting for it because it's now been what two years, I think. Oh, so exciting! Definitely, yes. Yeah. And we'll go, of course, see new merch at oh, some point. yes. And we'll have a whole episode, de- right? Sure. Yeah. That's whole okay. A whole episode dedicated to it. I might even show up. Uh, <laughs> just you never know. So, yeah. That, oh, man. We've got a lot to look forward to. Last Next couple of months, too. I mean, kind of packed. Speaking of merch, by the way. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to talk about ours yet, but I will. Um, I was just at Target the other day, and they, they already have merch for – the uh, one of the next Marvel movies, Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, what? Really? Yeah, I just saw it. They had some of the figures, and they had the big white dragon. I only learned about that like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's already merch. Very yeah. cool. It looks good too. So you know, I, like I think that. Disney Plus uh, has been. I've said before too. I think Disney Plus really hit it on the head this year. They they promised us a lot, and they've given us a lot. I mean, yep. the Bad Batch has been fantastic. Oh yeah, from- yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I just think that they've been wonderful. But I got to tell you too, Amazon Prime's been right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you had followed the, the David Tennant and Michael Sheen sort of comic relief thing called Staged. No, I it, haven't. It's also I mean, on Hulu too, but it's really funny. It's, it's sort of like breaking the fourth wall, but then then they don't. And I think that pairing, they're so funny. So you oh, they they were great in uh, what was it? Good Omens. Good Omens is I so love good. That. So that good. was wonderful. Yes. Oh, I love and, Dave Tennant. And just, you know, another another shout out to a show uh, that's that's currently on. Uh, and if you if you really, really enjoy being thoroughly depressed. DuckTales? No, but yes. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. On HBO Max. Yeah. So this one is like you just like, oh, my God, their lives are all, all these people's lives are terrible. <laughs> they're so sad. They're they're all broken. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where you feel better about yourself because you're not. Life is not that bad. It's I mean, not I'm as not bad as these lie. people. I, I like to watch shows sometimes that talk about like extreme, you know, things to make myself feel like a lot better. Yeah, and this one does it, and it's like it hits home for me because it's like it was. It's it's it set in the area near where I grew up, so I know what what goes on in these kind of in these towns, like East Philly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, I know what's going on. Uh, and, of course, Kate Winslet does her best to do the, the accent, which is very difficult. Yeah, I, mean, I love her anyway. She does a, she has a plethora of movies. Like, she runs the gamut, yeah. I think. But, yeah. She does. We've got a lot this summer to look forward to. We do. You know, so and, and it's, quite it's a bit of so it. so much good stuff. It really is. And I think that a lot of us is fi- have finally just gotten used to the idea of being inside. And I think that's why a lot of these streaming services are offering things oh, yeah. in dual uh, formats, right? So streaming and in theaters. Yeah, so we'll have to see uh, what what you know shakes out of that. If they're going to continue that yeah. that practice or not, you know, I've always said, look, if you're if you're uh, you know gonna gonna sell tickets for movie theaters, why not adjust the price accordingly to the budget of the movie? Right. I mean, if it's a big budget movie, charge a little more. If it's a little independent movie, charge a little less because that might get more people to see right. your movie if you're not charging as much for it. Right. So you can have tiers, you know? You can have really big budget expensive movies that you want to go to the theater to right. see. Maybe those will be a little more. I don't know. I, you know, It's going to be an interesting process to see how these theaters 
uh, cope right. with being open again. And are people going to go back? And their own competition now is basically themselves, but on a different platform. Yeah. Their yeah. competition is big screen TVs. Yeah. Which we just got sofa. a new one. Yeah, exactly. And we're getting a new sofa soon, so it's going to be tough. There you go. You got to step up your game, movie theaters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, oh, wow. it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that things are opening up, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, me too. I'm so glad that we're finally vaccinated and we can hang out and we can, you know, talk about things that are really fun again. Yes, and absolutely. We can actually envision doing those things. Hey, how like about the that? beach? Which Crazy. I'm so excited for. I hate the beach. <laughs> you burn. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's not even that. Are you I- incapable of tanning? And you oh just turn- no! I am, well, I am incapable of tanning. Yeah. I go I go straight from translucent to burn to burn in like five <laughs> seconds. So I mean, you just like put me in a microwave. Uh, but not that I hate sand. You know what? I've heard that from so many different people, and I don't understand the concept. I don't hate sand. I mean, I do hate sand. I hate it. I hate it. You you also hate turkeys though. Like that's weird. That's not connected <laughs> in any way. <laughs> but sand it gets everywhere. It's hot. But it reminds you – see, that's the thing. If you get sand everywhere and you take a little bit home with you, it reminds you of the good time that you had. No, it reminds me of it's irritating my feet. <laughs> so is a sand turkey your worst nightmare? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Now I'm going to be yeah, – Yeah, I'm gonna this is your nightmare. Now. This is your nightmare Sand turkeys. Enjoy that visual. They burrow, <laughs> like burrowing sand turkeys. <gasps> like a Beetlejuice snake, like a sand snake one. That's a turkey. Uh, okay, now, now I don't Maybe feel safe. Maybe that could have been the premise for Tremors. Ooh. <laughs> a giant turkey just comes out. <laughs> Try to be like Tremor 16. Uh, yeah, Tremor 16. Oh, good Lord. Tremor's giving. But we've got, <laughs> we have got so much uh, planned for you, too, in terms of the podcast. We um, do. Because this is our 99th episode. Yes. But we, which means. Which means 100 is coming next. Yes, indeed. So we're going to do something uh, special. Not different, but special. Special. Very special. So because June is Pride Month. Pride Month. We are going to spend our 100th episode talking about movies that feature the uh, LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Uh, films that, you know, uh, may celebrate, may be controversial, but we're going we're gonna to talk about them. We're going to tell you where to find them, where to watch them. And uh, I think it's going to be a very, very good episode because uh, it's something that is important. And it's especially important now. It's Pride Month. Uh, and you know, there's a lot going on as far as, you know, ex- uh, acceptance, especially in the trans community, mm-hmm. things like that. So I think, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a good discussion. I think we'll be proud of it. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I get what you did there. <laughs> he sounded pride, it. He, he heard proud. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But right. listen, episode 100. Okay. So I, now I understand that you are all just begging to find out where, where can I listen to the other 98 episodes? I know. Right. You can, you know. You, you can, you can. You can. So what you have to do is you got to point your little browser <laughs> at thedeepdivepodcast.com. Dot com. That's right. And there you're going to find an entire catalog of all of our episodes except for number one because we don't talk about that episode. Um, but you know what? You know what's funny though? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I, I was going through my, my files on my computer. Oh, no. I found... I, I came across the first one. Oh, no. I thought all the copies had been destroyed by law. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about as maybe a special, just as releasing a special it? just putting it out there. Giant tomato. And seeing if anybody either A notices 
or B reacts to it. Like, hey, this bad quality is on purpose. <laughs> yeah, and it really wasn't on purpose. It, 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 it just was, you know. But that was, it was a good time. It, it was fun. It I enjoyed was fun. it. We had a good time then. We did it in a Panera and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I had AirPods and we were speaking into the same iPhone. And it, it, yeah. yeah. But, you know, in any case, it was the beginning of this great thing that yeah. we've got going on. Absolutely. So you, you, you listeners are so, so lucky because we get to keep all these bl- like beautiful episodes on our website, deepdivepodcast.com. Mm. But you can also find our merch stand. Yes, merch stand indeed. there. We have uh, really cool designs in our t-shirts. Sometimes we release even like themed ones. Like we had a Halloween one. We had a Christmas one. Arbor Day. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of doing like really random ones like, you know, Flag Day. <laughs> Flag Day. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> but like, because it just fits with our theme of being weird and random and obscure. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. But you also find links to our social medias too. We're really active on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook. We also upload uh, audio versions, obviously, of the podcast because it's an audio version to YouTube. Yep. Where you can, how do you say that? How would you experience that? You can watch here. You can audio see. Uh, I don't know. You can listen view. Listen view. There you go. Hmm. You can listen to our episodes on YouTube.com. You can also comment there. We comment back. We also love when people and when folks write into us because it's it's so wonderful to hear from you, the listener, and you give us your opinions. Usually they're nice. We only listen to the nice ones. But if you want to go ahead and send us uh, an email, a suggestion for the show, uh, comments, feedback, we would love that. And if you're so inclined, the best way to help us out really is to rate us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we get to, you know, really reach new listeners based on how many ratings we have. Exactly. You know? And so far we've gotten all like stellar. Yeah, we're at a 5.0. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. because, And, you know, we're from New England, so we do believe in jinxes. We do. We always do. Um, But, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I read one that said uh, something about me being really funny and you being like an evil genius or something like that. Probably. Probably. That sounds about right. You know. Um, uh, But, yeah, check us out there. We're also available on Podbean. Uh, it, Everywhere. Every, iHeartRadio. Yeah, Spotify. Everywhere you can find us, we are there. Yes, at all your favorite podcast dealers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this being the 99th episode, uh, thank you to everyone who's come along for 99 mm-hmm. episodes, yep. right? Get ready for our 100th. It's going to be super fun, super special. Um, it's also probably going to be like really warm here, so it might be a little bit sweaty, but th- that's the, not in a weird context. But that's not for you yeah. to worry about. That's for <laughs> us to worry about. You better get that EC working. That's right. Yeah. All right. And I think that will do it I think for so. number 99. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. And it's it's nice to have you guys actually physically here. I know. <laughs> and not behind like the, the many, 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 many layers of like suits that I had to wear. Mm, yeah. Indeed. Uh, all right. So for Amanda and myself and our special guest, Wayne. Mr. Mandalorian. Thanks again for listening. Tell your friends about us. And please, please, be nice to restaurant servers, flight attendants, and retail workers. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. All clips used in the Deep Dive podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive theme was composed and performed by Ryan Blaney and produced by Echocraft. The Deep Dive podcast is a production of Automaton Studios.